0: Sangang Savanang Tatiampi Udang Saranang Ka Tatiampi Sangang Saranang Ka
1: We take the time to settle into the body. Really, it's receiving the body as it is. One of our elders, Ajahn Buddhadasa, said, the body came out of nature, is part of nature, never departed from nature, and belongs to nature. So give it back to nature. That will be a big relief for you. So as we contemplate this Aggregate of form, the five physical senses. We train the mind to open, to receive, to know the experience of body as nature. Not me or mine. that this transformation of understanding comes from the willingness to be intimate, to feel and see the activity of body as it is. And in particular, to be interested in the changing and ungovernable nature of physicality and hearing and seeing, smelling and tasting to some degree. And of course, most often, the physicality will be the most obvious of these aspects of the body, the dance, the changing dance of physicality, hearing, seeing, smelling, tasting. And of course, what gets in the way of being aware, being open to the body, is a very pervasive habit to interpret the experience of body with the concept, yep, that's my body, this is my body, and all the many versions of that same thought. So being interested in a more direct and immediate sensitivity to the changing, the flowing movement of sensation. Sensation has the appearance of being solid or fixed. See if it's possible to cultivate an actual interest, open curiosity, learning how to get close, learning how to receive in a very simple, direct way these sensations. See if you can confirm what our elders have pointed out, that the experience of body is a changing, flowing, unfolding dance of physicality and sound and sight and smell and taste. Nobody governs this thing we call body. Instead, it's just this natural unfolding of so many causes and conditions. And the question is, are we willing now, is the knowing mind, the wisdom in the mind, willing to be open and in a, in a sense vulnerable, exposed, this happening of body undefended Abandoning preconceived ideas, fixed ideas and being interested in the actual the actual experiencing of body. At the idea of trusting enough to be close and undefended So that this very nature of the body, the movement of sensation, for example, can reveal itself in the space of awareness. At times, you might take the body, the totality of the bodily experience. In other moments, the mind might wish to just take a very particular sensation and practice being close, like the simple sensations of the hands, the hand making contact with one leg or whatever. Simply, Desiring to understand the nature of touch. we'll notice a very simple choice that in a sense shows up moment by moment. The choice to really the strong habit to define the experience of the body, to interpret it, to replace it with a mental image or an idea of the body. That's one option. And the other option is to open, to be intimate with awareness and wisdom now. And to notice the ungovernable, changing, unreliable, not satisfying nature of body, sensation and sight and sound. So see if you can notice both of those when there's a very clear sense of identification, my body, sense of ownership or being in the body or whatever that sense of self in relationship to the body might be. Notice that. And notice this other way of being this wisdom, awareness of body in a more simple, direct way. course, the mind is always in the picture, mental activity, even with this orientation around the body, bodily experience, because the mind will recognize the different experiences of body. Oh, that's painful. That's my hand touching my leg. These movements of mind are called perception. Whenever the mind names or recognizes an experience, interprets, places a label, and then right with that contact and the perception, there will naturally immediately be a feeling tone a little pleasant, a little unpleasant, or neutral. There will be some affect, affective feeling associated with each moment of contact, and the perception and the feeling tone stimulate mental formations, mental activity, intentions. To think, intentions to move, reaction. And all of this, both body and mind, is recognized or illuminated by consciousness. So these are the different aspects of mental activity. We're just sitting. We can continue to orient around the bodily experience of sitting, the physicality of sitting, hearing, seeing, to whatever degree that is happening here. And you don't have to direct your attention but just seeing or noticing what is in the forefront of attention as either bodily activity or mental activity. Whatever that mental activity you might notice, whether it's perception or the feeling tone or mental formations or intention or consciousness, Noticing that this activity, in a sense, is happening on its own, It's not being governed by oneself, always in motion, and in that sense, unreliable. And as we continue to sit for another five or ten minutes, we're just directly experimenting, exploring. In what way can wisdom and awareness open to the activity of the body and mind? In what way leads to a kind of coolness, equanimity, dispassion toward or with the activity of the body and the mind, allowing the body to be, allowing the activity of the mind to be, not attempting to get anything or to get rid of anything. And in particular, learning not to be confused by the feeling tone of whatever's predominant in the moment. Feeling tone is being known, feels like this now, this pleasantness or this unpleasantness, or even the neutrality, feels like this. particular feeling, tone, and whatever appears to be personal or self, and just be particularly interested in bringing wisdom awareness, seeing that as an activity of mind and body, being known, Is this actually self, or is it just this activity of nature, this thing that appears personal right now? You're not forcing anything or trying to convince yourself, it's just a more pure curiosity. often, most often, it doesn't occur to the wisdom here to look at or open to what feels personal. So if you're a little bored, And see that mental activity you're calling boredom. Practice seeing it as one of the aggregates or the combination of different aggregates, mental activities, being known, unreliable, something that comes and goes and always in motion. Does it help in any way for the mind to claim it as self, as me or mine? Or is it lighter and more functional to simply recognize it as an activity of the mind, activity of the body, being known? I believe I read from last week this discourse the Buddha gave very early on in his teaching. It's very impactful talk, evidently, that caused the five folks that were listening to have deep insight. The discourse on the not-self-characteristic Therefore, practitioners, any kind of material form whatsoever should be seen as it actually is with proper wisdom, thus. This is not mine. This is this I am not. This is not myself. Any kind of feeling tone, whatever. Any kind of perception, whatever. Any kind of formation, intention, whatever. Any kind of consciousness, whatever, should be seen as it actually is, with proper wisdom thus. This is not mine. This I am not. This is not myself. Thank you for listening.